0: What's up, Eagle fans? Man, I'm so happy and blessed to to be drafted by you guys, and I cannot, cannot wait to get to work, man. I'm, I'm so happy. Um, just I want to thank God. You know, I want to thank all the coaches at, at the Eagle uh, program to to for believing in me and, and trusting in me, and I just cannot, cannot wait to get to work. Y'all see the backdrop, you know, 2020 draft, K-Master Lock. We finna get to work, baby. Y'all finna get... A Super Bowl out of me y'all gonna get a championship type of swagger, championship type of pedigree player And I just cannot wait to get to work, baby fly eagles fly Hey, this is max from the Kells, and you're listening to underground sports philadelphia What is going on everybody? Welcome in to episode number 231 of Underground Sports Philadelphia. I'm your host Kyle Bennett. As always, show brought to you by our awesome and amazing local sponsors, Maine Auto LLC, Ducharme's Pro Foot, Security 21, Paul J. Gillespie Incorporated, Bob Novig Auto Mall, Mark Ronchetti, CPA, LLC, and the Dental Wellness Center of Vineland, and of course, our awesome shirt and merch provider, DesignTree, DSGNTree.com. Search Underground Sports Philadelphia and use the promo code DSGN5. Going to save yourself $5 off at checkout. And our kickass, ass awesome, brand new sponsor, newest member of the Underground Sports Philadelphia family. That is Tomahawk Shades. I'm wearing my blue light glasses right now as we record this. Uh, Just an absolutely amazing product, affordable prices. Tomahawk Shades is doing all the right things. In case you missed it, Chris Hogan signed on as not only a Tomahawk Shades athlete, but an investor in the company because he believes in what Tomahawk Shades is doing. And I'm going to hook you guys up big time with our awesome promo code that they provided us with from the jump when they brought us on board with them. And that is promo code USP. USP saves you 25% off at checkout. You can't beat it. That is the best promo code that they offer hands down. Hands down. Promo code USP at checkout saves you 25% off. Protect those eyes for an amazing product at an affordable price with our friends at Tomahawk Shades. Ladies and gentlemen, the NFL draft has come and gone. I'm going to recap the draft as a whole on this episode because Wednesday night and for the next few weeks, few episodes, we're going to have some awesome guests coming on the show to uh, kind of give us the inside scoop on the Eagles draft picks, uh, and that's going to kick off this Wednesday night, our Wednesday night show. We will have a guest on the pod, and uh, I'm very excited for this guest because it's going to be breaking down the Eagles brand new draft pick. Jalen Rager, the first pick in the draft for the birds. And I'm going to be joined by the managing editor of Frogzo War, SB Nation's TCU blog. Jamie Plunkett. You can follow him on Twitter at Frog Preacher. He automatically gets a plus 10 in the swagger department because he's got a kick ass Twitter handle at Frog Preacher. Very excited to talk to you. Jamie about Jalen Rager and you know what the Eagles are getting in him and uh, you know we're going to try to roll out as many people that are familiar with the Eagles draft picks and kind of get some insight on who is coming into this organization because the Eagles added quite a few new pieces to this puzzle that they are looking to put together to win a championship and uh, it was a it was a pretty wild draft weekend to say the least you know Uh, Things got started. Jalen Rager going 21 overall to the Birds. Eagles stayed put, even though C.D. Lamb, my pride and joy, I now have to despise him because he is a Dallas Cowboy. Uh, C.D. Lamb goes to the Cowboys, but Jalen Rager is your newest wide receiver for the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, Wasn't my overall favorite at wide receiver, but he brings that speed, and I think he's going to be a, a pretty solid addition To this Eagles roster. You know, I think the biggest issue I have with the way the Eagles have drafted over the past couple of years is they they try to draft guys that fit one similar mold to their offense and just try to slot them in. You know, we saw last year with J.J. Arthago Whiteside, they drafted him to be the the next Alshon, and we all know how J.J.'s rookie season went. Um, You know, you look at. The, the positions, and Jalen Rager might be the next Deshaun Jackson in this offense, and, uh, you know, the list goes on and on. Derek Barnett might be the next Brandon Graham the way that they've drafted. So it, it's it's really interesting, even, you know, last year with uh, Andre Dillard to be the next Jason Peters. It, the way the Eagles have drafted has kind of annoyed me in the first round. I understand the, the method to their madness, but it's also so frustrating because it's almost like, they they kind of avoid the best player available to go with the best player available to their system, and I don't know. You know, I could be wrong in the way that I'm, I'm viewing this, but the way that the Eagles have drafted, it's it's not that it makes me angry. It's just it's really weird. It's a, it's an odd way that they go about that first round. Um, we'll see how Jalen Rager works out. I'm excited to uh, kind of get some insight from my man. Jamie Plunkett about him um, because I think he's an intriguing prospect for the Seagulls offense because they have been craving speed and that's uh, you know what Jalen Rager one of his strong suits is is speed Uh, but before I get into the rest of the draft picks I think the NFL draft being done virtually the way it was presented across the networks ESPN and NFL network collaborating with their uh, you know their insiders and their analysts and everything was so well done. The biggest issue I have with the broadcast is whoever the hell the stats and info graphic person was, good God, they need a new job because the amount of unnecessary information that was thrown up about these draft picks' personal lives was absolutely absurd. Do better. There's no need for some of the stuff that was thrown up on those graphics to even be there. It was... Truly disgusting to see some of the stuff that they were just like, yeah, th- look at look at this personal you know information about this kid. Do better, do better. Um, but overall, I think the virtual draft, getting the insight into these coaches and GMs, the way that they were reacting to some moments. You know, some of the the standout moments were Bill Belichick's dog allegedly making picks. You know, Bill O'Brien losing his damn mind. Because a trade fell through last minute. Um, You know, Mike Vrabel and his kids dressing up and and being absolute lunatics. You know, the list goes on and on, but I think the virtual draft, I think it was so awesome, and I wouldn't be shocked if, some way, shape, or form, this is incorporated in drafts moving forward because I think it, it really gave a human side to. These people that we don't really get to see a human side of. We see them as coaches and GMs. We don't really get to see them as people, and um, I think that added a really awesome element. It was the most viewed NFL draft in a long, long time, I believe, since twenty fourteen, um, which was the Johnny Manziel, Jadavion Clowney draft. Um, you know, it was it was really well done from kind of getting the the perspective of these front office people and the way that they were kind of going about their their picks and everything for this draft. So, I would not be shocked if the virtual draft is something we see uh more aspects of moving forward because it was it was thoroughly entertaining. I loved watching it this way. I thought it was better than the normal draft. Especially the the following days, you know, day 2 and day 3 when you kind of get the insight into players homes and and then you get the insight to you know, the coaches and, and the GMs on how they're reacting to these other picks. I think that part of it, you know, if they can do it even just for day three next year, a virtual kind of uh setup, it would be super dope. I loved it. Roger Goodell, hats off to to Roger Goodell. He did a fantastic job throughout the three days. Was very just normal. Again, he was it was human, Roger Goodell. It wasn't the NFL commissioner. It was like a wall was broken down, and we kind of got to see Roger be Roger rather than commissioner. Um, Just a a really job well done. Hats off to the NFL. And um, I hope we see more of this virtual concept added one way or another because I thought it was really well done. I think the only thing you could really add to it would be, you know, for certain picks to get insight and analysis, have a, a phone line that, the studio, ESPN, NFL Network, whatever it may be, calls in to one of those coaches or GMs and kind of picks their brain about the pick uh, live during the draft. I think that's the only aspect that was missing from it, but if they could add that, it would be absolutely spectacular. So, I I really enjoy it. It was such a nice thing to have, you know, not having live sports and obviously the WNBA draft happened, but... Um, we don't have a team in Philly to to truly cover, and obviously our our big shtick is uh, we're big Connecticut Sun fans over at OTB. That's really the the only team I pay attention to is the Connecticut Sun. Um, but the NFL draft, it was it was such a nice thing to kind of have everyone come together for the ups and downs, the roller coaster ride that was. Eagles Twitter being back and better than ever. Um, especially on on day two and um, you know hats off to the NFL for putting together an awesome product you know under the circumstances of everything I was I was thoroughly impressed with the way that the virtual draft was done so cheers to the league cheers to Commissioner Goodell and um, can't wait for next year's draft but the rest of the Eagles draft so we said Jalen Rager goes in round one pick 21 overall and then Round two is where the chaos began. So many valuable players on the board. And the Eagles throw in the biggest damn curveball we have seen in recent memory. And that is, at pick 53 in the 2020 NFL Draft, the Philadelphia Eagles select quarterback Jalen Hurts from Oklahoma, who I think is a starting caliber cor- I lost my Goddamn mind when this pick was made. I was like, what the hell is Howie Roseman? There's tweets still on my Twitter that say, Howie, pack your bags. You know, what the hell are we thinking? Uh, I dropped a couple F bombs. I, w- I was pissed. I was genuinely so frustrated. I was like, what the hell is this team doing? You know, after yesterday, When CeeDee Lamb goes to the Cowboys, you don't trade up because you didn't want to give up this second-round pick to the Atlanta Falcons to move ahead of the Cowboys. I'm like, why did you not give up the pick if you're going to draft a goddamn quarterback? And the more I've thought about it, you guys are probably going to think I'm crazy. But the more I've thought about it, the more I've looked into how things are right now, I think this pick was genius. I think taking... Jalen Hurts, with that pick, was such a chestnut checkers move by Howie Roseman, and here's why. Shout out to the homie, friend of the show, John Barchard, having galaxy brain moments at 2 a.m. after this draft day. The Eagles, I, I the, the, the tired argument will be, Carson Wentz is injury prone. No, he's not. He's missed eight games in four years of his NFL career. Miss me with that. The way things are going right now in the world, there's not going to be college football this year. There, it's just impossible. Like Things are trending in that direction where we will not have college football this year. And without college football, you're not going to have the time to scout guys because there's going to be no games. There's going to be no... It's going to be like a, a something we've never seen before times 10. And the Eagles taking a guy... Like Jalen Hurts, who is a Heisman Trophy candidate, won a national championship, performed at a high level at two big-time schools in Alabama and Oklahoma, taking him, getting him into an NFL system, an NFL locker room, and... Having him learn a a true blue NFL offense that the Eagles run that I think he would be successful in, don't get me wrong, and don't get me wrong, Carson Wentz is your starting quarterback of the Philadelphia Eagles. But option one with this pick, you get him into this system and teams aren't confident in the quarterback prospects coming out next year, Jalen Hurts' value is through the roof with a year of NFL experience under his belt and knowing how the NFL operates and knowing what it takes to dissect an NFL playbook makes him insanely valuable to flip to a team that needs a quarterback just like the Eagles did with Sam Bradford in 2016 to get Carson Wentz the keys to the castle and become the starting quarterback of the Philadelphia Eagles. Option number two, that was reported by multiple outlets. The Eagles plan on using Carson Wentz and Jalen Hurts on the field at the same time. I don't see that happening. I don't see that happening. That one just doesn't make sense to me. It it truly does not make sense to me. But option number three is where things get interesting even more so than option number one. Jalen Hurts will be here. And will be an elite backup quarterback to Carson Wentz. Because the way the NFL is trending, obviously there's going to be 17 games on the schedule after this season. The playoffs are expanding, so you're going to have more games. The number one seed has become umpteenth times more valuable than ever before. Because it's the only seed in the NFL playoffs with a bye week. So you're going to need your backup quarterback to help you get through games and say you are kind of locked into a race with another team for that one seed and your quarterback you know, needs a breather, needs a break. The NFL is trending in a direction that you are going to need two starting caliber quarterbacks on your roster. And I, I don't want to hear the whole Taysom Hill argument because Taysom Hill does not even factor into the way that this decision the Eagles made thinks, in my opinion. It does not at all. And that was kind of the way I thought as soon as I heard Howie Roseman talk about this pick. They were so dodging bullets from the media and the reporters about this pick that something is very interesting about the Eagles taking Jalen Hurts. And I think it's a chestnut-checkers move. The Eagles did not outsmart themselves. Carson Wentz is still going to be your franchise starting quarterback. Has the potential to be a top five quarterback in the NFL at any given moment. And now you have a young, controllable quarterback behind him for the next four years. Where you don't have to go out and spend that premium backup quarterback money like you did on Chase Daniel. What did you get out of that? Not a damn thing. You didn't have to go out and spend that money on somebody like Nick Foles. Sure, he won you a Super Bowl. But you also spent a ton of money to get him here and to keep him here that year after. You're not going to spend that crazy money to pull a guy out of retirement like you did With Josh McCown, not that it was crazy money, but you're not going to have to convince a 40-year-old quarterback to come out of retirement now to be your backup. You have a young quarterback who is mobile and athletic, just like Carson Wentz, has a pretty damn good arm, and God forbid Carson Wentz gets hurt, you can plug Jalen Hurts in and not skip a beat. Carson Wentz needs a breather. You can put Jalen Hurts in and you don't skip a beat. You lock up the one seed early and you want to rest Carson Wentz for the playoffs. You throw Jalen Hurts in and the Eagles do not skip a beat. This pick, on the surface, using that second overall pick that you have, you know, using your second round pick, looks foolish. But I'm telling you guys right now, and you can come at me all you want on Twitter. Tweet at me at KBIZZL311. Let's have a discussion. The Eagles got a jump start on how the NFL is trending. You are going to see a lot more teams draft quarterbacks early on for years to come, especially as the NFL adds games to the schedule. Because we all know an 18th game is going to come eventually in the regular season. Don't think that's not coming. You're going to see a lot more teams now, even if they don't need one. Draft quarterbacks early on in the draft. Because of the way that the NFL is trending in terms of operations, in terms of how games are going to be played... And how important the one seed is in the playoffs. So, Jalen Hurts, I'm sorry I slandered the pick. I wasn't slandering you, my man. But welcome to Philadelphia because you just joined an organization that is leaps and bounds ahead of so many others. And I think you're going to be a valuable asset to this Philadelphia Eagles organization. Let's move on to round three where the Eagles took linebacker Davion Taylor. At first, I was like, all right, you know, strong athletic linebacker. Kind of reminded me of Nate Gary a little bit, but I think he's better than Nate Gary. Um, You know, to, to grab him where they did, I, I think it was a, a solid pick. You know, I've watched a little bit of his highlights, and I've been impressed by what I've seen and uh, he fits the mold of what the Eagles want at the linebacker position. He's speed, strong, and uh, he's versatile. So Davion Taylor, your third-round pick at pick number 103, and that was your comp pick for Nick Foles. So he gets a round four on day three, and the Eagles made a, a flurry of moves on day three, but pick 127 overall. In the fourth round, Clemson safety Kavon Wallace. It's my guy. He is my guy. I am thrilled. He is a Philadelphia Eagle. My man K Masterlock is so online. It's unreal. My dude is tweeting like crazy. He is hilarious. Uh, you know. I am I am all in on Kevon Wallace. He's got swagger. He's got a he's got a championship pedigree to his his confidence and his attitude and the way he carries himself. I am so thrilled with this pick. This is my favorite pick of the entire draft for the Eagles. Favorite pick of the entire draft. He's versatile, he's strong. He's smart on the field, can track the ball well. He's a good dude, too. His mentors are Brian Dawkins who he was roommates with Doc's son in college for two years, and Troy Vincent, two legendary Philadelphia Eagles. I think this pick is going to go down as one of the steals of the 2020 NFL Draft. Kavon was saying that he was, you know, they robbed everybody. It was a steal. It was foolish to let him fall there. For the Eagles to grab him in the fourth round, I think was an absolute money move. And K Masterlock is going to add even more swagger to the secondary that the Eagles already have. And I tweeted about this. I said, the Eagles secondary, not only do they have swagger, they've got some of the best nicknames in all of sports. You've got Jalen Mills as the Green Goblin. you got Kevon Wallace, whose nickname is K Masterlock. you got Darius Slay. and His last name already is just intimidating as hell. you got Rodney McLeod who has a ton of swagger, ton of energy. You got our boy Tarzan Will Parks, friend of the show, who just is is full of swagger, full of, of confident cockiness. You got Strap, Craven LeBlanc, Avante Maddox, Sidney Jones. The list goes on and on with this Eagles second. Russell Douglas right now still on the team. The list goes on and on and on with the swagger and confidence that this Eagle secondary has. And while I'm still sad that Malcolm Jenkins is not here, this secondary looks damn good, guys. Damn good. And I'm excited about this Eagle secondary because the way that Jim Schwartz is kind of playing around with things and, and building this. And, oh, let me not forget, Nicole Roby Coleman is also part of this secondary now. Don't forget about him in the slot. Jim Schwartz is kind of trying to build a positionless defensive backfield. He wants it to just be plug and play. You put any guy in there, he's going to succeed at the position he's at. And I think that is another trend that we are going to start seeing in the NFL. Is that we are going to see positionless defense in a sense when it comes to linebackers when it comes to the secondary and even at sometimes the defensive line we, we see it all the time where Brandon Graham slides inside Fletcher Cox goes to the outside you name it I think Jim Schwartz is, is building a secondary right now that you can just plug and play guys and it could be any combination of those dudes in the secondary that end up making this roster and you can put them at any spot on the field and they're going to be able to succeed. So Kavon Wallace, open invite to the homie right now, to K-Master Lock, to come on the show. We are, we are more than willing to let you come here, speak to the Philly fans, let them know what's up. We know your favorite color is green, you tweeted about it. Fly Eagles, fly, all that good. We'll teach you the fight song too. I know he's tweeting about getting the fight song right. He's loving the Philly fans. So open invite, K Master Lock, to come on the pod, come talk to the people, and uh, let's make it happen, bro. Moving on, the next fourth-round pick the Eagles had was pick number 145, and they drafted Auburn offensive lineman Jack Driscoll. I like it. At first, you know, once we get through more of the draft, I'll, I'll tell you why I changed my mind, but at first I thought this was kind of the big V replacement, kind of that swing tackle guard type player. Um, really like the pick. You know, I, I was a big fan. And I thought at 146, the Eagles were going to make another pick at offensive line, but they ended up trading that to the Cowboys. And they took the guy I wanted. But This started a flurry of moves for the Eagles where they turned pick 146 and pick 190 into a ton of picks. Because after this, they made five more selections. One in the fifth round, three in the sixth round, and one in the seventh. And they also got an NFL veteran by flip-flopping picks. But let's move to the fifth round, and they drafted... Boise State wide receiver, John Hightower. And I love this pick. I was talking with a couple people earlier, um, and I saw it on Twitter as well, and it, it was like, boom, you're reading my mind. And that is, John Hightower is going to be everything that the Eagles thought they were getting from Matt Collins. It makes too much sense guys like John Hightower brings speed he's got the height you know he's long I, w- I was watching some of his highlights that the homie Connor Miles at Miles Sheet on Twitter was tweeting out last night and um, I was blown away by some of the stuff that I saw him do and this is a guy that Eagles fans should really keep an eye on to really push and make this Eagles roster as a fifth round pick I'm, I'm thoroughly impressed by John Hightower. I think he's going to be an absolute stud in the NFL, and I'm glad the Eagles took him where they where they did. He could be an absolute steal in this draft. Um, and I also love Grandma Hightower, who was absolutely ecstatic that her grandson John was going to be a Philadelphia Eagle, and this was her immediate reaction. What you got to say, Grand? We're going to she was hype grandma was hype grandma Hightower also welcome on the pod as well as John whenever you guys want but I think John Hightower could be one of the steals of the draft as well just like my man K. Masterlock Kevon Wallace uh John Hightower has a real shot to make this Eagles roster and be a, a solid contributor from day one um I really, really enjoyed that pick. You know, when it was made, I went and looked up some of his highlights immediately I was really impressed by what I saw. I think his only drawback, really, is that he's a little bit older. I think he turns 24 pretty soon, so he's a bit of an older rookie, but I think he can be a really solid contributor, special teams, and as a a depth-wide receiver. You know, and that's what this Eagles team means, and he has speed. This was the theme for the Eagles draft. Every single player they drafted – Brings a speed element one way or another, and uh, it was desperately needed. The next pick, the first pick that they made in the sixth round, at pick number one ninety six, linebacker Sean Bradley from Temple. Homie is staying home. He's a Rancocas Valley uh, native, and he's staying home. He's staying in Philly. He's very excited about that. Was tweeting about it as well. Uh, He has speed. I watched some of his film from the combine and talking to people that I know that covered him at Temple, including my man Graham Foley. Uh, they really like Sean Bradley. Hopefully, he's better than uh, Sean Bradley that played for the Sixers, but Sean Bradley, I think he's going to be a really good linebacker special teams-wise. He could you know, project and, and really make an impact on this Eagles team, and I think he's a dark horse, late-round pick. Just the... The way that the Eagles drafted on day three was very impressive. They took a lot of guys that, you know, normally would be higher in any other draft. They would be drafted higher, but because of how deep this draft was top to bottom, they they fell. And I think a lot of these guys have a big chance to be contributors on this roster and really be making this team as rookies, as late-round picks, because... They have talent, and whether it's special teams or playing their actual positions, I think most of, if not all of these Eagles draft picks will be on the roster in one way or another. So that's also an awesome sign. Um, They flip-flopped six-round picks with the San Francisco 49ers as well, and uh, by doing that, they acquired wide receiver Marquise Goodwin. Yes, Marquise Goodwin, the speed demon, Fast little son of a gun from the San Francisco 49ers is now Philadelphia Eagle. Um, You basically got him for free. You flip-flop six-round picks, and you got Marquise Goodwin as well in your return. uh, You can't hate that trade. You know, they reworked his deal to be a one-year deal now, and it's way less money than what he was making uh, to fit in with the Eagles' cap restrictions. and. There's nothing to dislike about acquiring a guy who brings speed to the table and you add him to Jalen Rager, you add him to John Hightower, you add him to Deshaun Jackson, Greg Ward, Alshon Jeffrey. This Eagles wide receiver core is looking pretty formidable right now, on paper at least. And they also added to it again with pick number 200 with Southern Miss wide receiver Quez Watkins. The dude ran the second fastest forty, I'm pretty sure, at the combine, only behind Henry Ruggs. Quez Watkins in the sixth round, absolute steal. I I love the pick. He's he's got height. He's got speed. He ran a four three five. You can't hate a pick like that. You know the I, I I'm gonna continue to say it. The way the Eagles drafted on day three was. Unbelievably flawless from top to bottom. I was thoroughly impressed with every single pick. And it continues at pick number 210 when they took Auburn offensive tackle. Prince Tega Wanago, who has one of the best draft stories, came here from Nigeria with $20 in his pocket to play basketball. Ends up playing football, gets. Over twenty Division One offers. Prince Tega was projected to be a anywhere from the second to fourth round, as an offensive lineman in this draft, he fell to the sixth round for whatever reason, and he is a total steal for this Eagles team. He is, I believe, your new Big V, your swing tackle. If anything happens to Lane Johnson, anything happens to Andre Dillard, Prince Tega could step in and be the big V for this team now. Where I think Jack Driscoll now slides in with a guy like Matt Pryor, gives you guard depth. If anything happens with Sayamalu, anything happens with Brandon Brooks, you've got that guard depth now between those two guys to fill out this offensive line depth chart. And I think Prince Tega is going to be a rock star in the NFL. I love his film. I loved what I saw of the highlights that I looked up when I was watching him. He shut down guys that were drafted in the first round this year. Playing left tackle at Auburn. The dude is a certified beast. I'm thrilled he's a member of the Eagles. When I saw that's who they drafted, I was, I was ecstatic. I couldn't believe he was still on the board. So to get Prince uh, Wanago at pick number 210 in the sixth round, job well done. And then they round out this NFL draft in the seventh round, pick number 233, kind of a tweener linebacker defensive end from Stanford, Casey Tuhill. Can't hate it. It's a, I think it's a fantastic pick in the seventh round to get a guy from Stanford. Um, top to bottom I I give this Eagles draft a B plus. I think it's a a B plus, borderline A minus. You know I I think they did a fantastic job addressing something that this Eagles team lacked and that is speed. Speed 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 is all over this draft, from Jalen Rager to Jalen Hurts to Davion Taylor to Gavon Wallace. John Hightower Sean Bradley Quez Watkins they they did a great job in this draft addressing speed and getting this roster to be faster younger stronger and Eagles fans should be extremely happy with this draft don't look at the tired on the surface kind of argument about Jalen Hurts think about the long term think about how there's probably not going to be college football this year. Think about how you're not spending premium money on the backup quarterback position now. The Eagles are playing chess. The rest of the NFL is playing checkers. You saw Buffalo draft Jake Fromm, who was projected to be you know, a fourth-round pick. They drafted him later on. He's going to be behind Josh Allen. This, this move to get Jalen Hurts, I think, is super smart, and hats off to Howie Roseman. You know, I, I, I know I freaked out initially because I was on that boat of, like, what the f- are we doing? <laughs> Drafting a quarterback after we just paid Carson, but Carson is going to be your starter. Don't get that twisted. Carson's going to be your starter, but Jalen Hurts being here I think is such a, a fantastic move. You can call it a galaxy brain take. You can call it whatever you want. But I am thoroughly impressed by this Philadelphia Eagles draft. And um, everyone else should be too. Because there's there's literally nothing wrong in my book. So be happy. Don't be, uh, don't be losing your minds about taking a quarterback in the second round. It's going to be okay. Trust me on this one. It's going to be okay. Now, to protect your eyes from all the unbelievably horrendous takes that have been on the interwebs, you've got to. Check out our friends at Tomahawk Shades. I'm wearing my Blue Light glasses right now. My Blue Light Plus glasses came in right before the draft. And honestly, in the couple of days that I've been wearing them, I can truly see a difference in how my eyes feel after I'm staring at a screen. You know, before my eyes would get tired, I'd be rubbing my eyes to kind of like massage them and, and make them feel You know, like they weren't being strained for hours on end looking at my phone, looking at a computer, looking at my Nintendo Switch while I'm playing Animal Crossing, or even watching TV. And wearing these Blue Light Plus glasses, I can truly feel a difference in how my eyes feel. And you should be protecting your eyes too, whether you're working from home and and staring at a computer screen all day, like I said, playing the Nintendo Switch, playing Animal Crossing, whatever it may be. Protect your eyes. Check out our friends, Tomahawk Shades, TomahawkShades.com. And you're probably wondering, you know, why why are you guys advertising this? Well, it's because they hooked us up big time. And they're already an affordable product, a quality product at an affordable price. I'll tell you right now, my Blue Light Plus glasses were $35 retail. And Tomahawk Shades was like, here, guys, I'm going to hook you guys up big time. And they did just that. With our promo code USP, you're going to save 25% off at checkout. 25% off at checkout, guys. You cannot beat that. It is the best promo code Tomahawk Shades has to offer. Make sure you use it. Help us pay the bills a little bit because the more that promo code gets used, the more it helps us out, the more it helps you out for us to be able to do things with Tomahawk Shades to benefit our listeners and our followers on all of our social media. So use that promo code USP at checkout. Support the brand. Support our friends at Tomahawk Shades today. The Eagles also went through and they uh, picked up quite a few undrafted free agents. Twelve, to be exact, in the first wave, and they also picked one up later on. But uh, Graylin Arnold, defensive back from Baylor. They picked up uh Manasa Bailey, Julian Good Jones, Michael Jacquette, Luke Jariga, Adrian Killens, a fast as all hell running back, Dante Olson, who I really like as an undrafted free agent from Montana, Elijah Riley, Prince Smith, Noah Togi, I believe is how it's pronounced. I could be wrong there. Apologies in advance. Michael Warren and Raquan Williams were the first round of UDFAs. I really like Dante Olson, guys. I was looking up some of his videos um, just because I know the Eagles need linebackers big time. They need help at the linebacker position. And Dante Olsen, I think, is one of the UDFAs that could sneak his way on to this Eagles roster. I like his game. He's fast. He's athletic. He's tough, physical. He's a hard hitter. He can, uh, he can track the ball, recorded some interceptions as a linebacker. I I really like his game a lot, and, you know, he's smaller school with Montana and everything, but I think he could be a real contributor. Go watch some Dante Olsen film and tell me what you guys think because I think he's my dark horse. Uh, UDFA that the Eagles picked up that could really be a contributor on this Eagles roster. Um And then the other UDFA that they picked up was a former quarterback that they are listing at wide receiver, and that is Khalil Tate. A lot of people after the 2017 season thought Khalil Tate was going to be a consensus like top 10 pick at the quarterback position. Uh, Not the case, and he is now a wide receiver. UDFA signing of the Philadelphia Eagles. Again, speed, athleticism. I think the Eagles are, are doing big things with this roster in terms of it getting younger, in terms of bringing in talent, and I'm I'm very thrilled with how this draft went. I know a lot of people are still freaking out about it, but don't worry, because over the next few weeks, we're going to be having some people that understand these draft picks and understand their skill sets coming on the show, and it's all going to get kicked off Wednesday night with my man, Mr. At Frog Preacher. Jamie Plunkett, from Frogs of War, which is SB Nation's TCU blog, number one TCU Horn Frog blog on the internet. Make sure you check out Jamie; he's gonna be on the show Wednesday night, nine thirty p.m. is when we're going live. Talking all things Jalen Rager, what he's gonna be bringing to the table for the Eagles, how he's going to fit. This roster, what Jamie thinks he can contribute with Carson Wentz throwing him the ball because everybody knows people are knocking Jalen Rager for his drops issues and saying he's the next Nelson Aguilar. Well, his quarterback absolutely stunk. You know, I was pissed about it. You know, guy, he drops the ball all the time. His pro comp is Nelson Aguilar. Well, the dude was getting balls from a true freshman who absolutely was atrocious. He stunk on ice. So, take that into account when you're talking about Jalen Rager. I know a lot of people wanted Jefferson because he was right there on the board, and then he goes to the Vikings' next pick. I think Jalen Rager was the right pick. I think he was the right pick. I think he has an immense talent upside, especially if he gets coached up right with this Eagles team and having Carson Wentz throw him the ball. We're going to see Carson Wentz's deep ball thrive like never before. And with all of these deep threats that could be on the field at any given time, Zach Ertz and Dallas Goddard are going to have career seasons for years to come because of these deep threats that the Eagles brought in to to really reshape this roster on offense. The speed is going to be a nightmare for defenses not only in the NFC East, but the NFC overall. And it's going to help this Eagles team win a lot of football games. So you guys let me know what you think about this Eagles draft. Leave a draft grade in the Apple Podcast reviews. Underground Sports, Philadelphia, search it in the Apple Podcast app. Drop a five-star rating and review. Let me know what you think about this Eagles draft, who your favorite draft pick was for the Birds. Tell me your take on Jalen Hurts. I want to hear it all. We want to hear it all. Drop it there. That is your best bet for us to read your take on the show. Help support us because the more five-star ratings and reviews we get on the podcast feed on Apple Podcasts, the more people who are looking for Philadelphia Sports Podcasts will find us. And as soon as we get to 300 five-star ratings and reviews, I will read from where we left off on the first reading of the reviews and read the rest of them till we get to number 300. So make sure you hit that five-star rating and review. Subscribe to the show if you haven't already on your favorite podcast platform. If you don't have an iPhone, we are on Spotify, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, the TuneIn app, iHeartRadio, Radio.com. Wherever you get your podcasts, Underground Sports Philadelphia is there. Make sure you check out for all the NFL news. The show I helped produce with my man, Connor Miles. Just another football podcast. We should have shows dropping throughout this week with big-name guests again. From the likes of Adam Kaplan to Benjamin Albright to Matt Lombardo. The list goes on and on. We are doing big things over there as well. And make sure you check out all the shows on the network. OTB, Outside the Box is doing well. We'll have a big show coming out for you. I'm so glad we pushed recording back. Um, That'll be dropping for you uh, either Monday afternoon or Tuesday morning. And then uh, make sure you check out streamer season April 30th. We are going to record the second episode of streamer season talking all things Tiger King. So make sure you subscribe to that show as well. Then, of course, we've got Process Potables. They've been doing a whole dissection of the last dance documentary on ESPN, which has been pretty wild. Uh, I have not yet sat down and watched it crucify me, if you will. Um, I'm just waiting for it all to be out because I feel like it's something that I would want to sit down and watch all the way through. And then check out the fantasy football flagship boys. Fourth and goal. Go yell at them for being homers. Of the New England Patriots. Bunch of stooges. I love them to death. Um, But you're going to get a ton of fantasy analysis from them in the coming weeks. Very excited for how things are going right now. Even without live sports. We're here for you guys. So make sure you check us out. All of our shows. On the network. And uh, we've got some big things coming too. In terms of guests. In terms of. Uh, things that we're relaunching and and revamping. Very excited for everything that's that's coming into the works and and kind of making itself known here at Underground Sports Philadelphia. So stay tuned, and that's why you should be following us on Twitter and Instagram at Underground PHI for both. You can follow me on Twitter at KBIZZL three one one. Shout out to the old AOL Instant Messenger for my Twitter handle. And uh, we'll be back on Wednesday night talking all things Jalen Rager and uh, whatever else may come up potentially in the sports world. But uh, Jamie Plunkett at Frog Preacher is going to be joining us Wednesday night, 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Facebook Live and on Twitch, twitch.tv slash undergroundsportsphi. Get us to 100 followers. Help us out on Twitch. We have a lot of things coming over there as well. And um, hope everybody's staying safe, doing the right things so we can actually have football this year. Do the right thing, and uh, we'll catch you guys on Wednesday. But again, thanks to our local sponsors for helping us make this show happen. Maine Auto LLC, Ducharms Pro, Foot Security 21, Paul J. Gillespie Incorporated, Bob Novick Auto Mark Ronchetti, CPA, LLC, and the Dental Wellness Center of Vineland. And, of course, our awesome kick-ass merch provider, Design Tree. Use that promo code DSGN5 for $5 off at checkout. I think the best shirt to buy right now after this NFL draft is that On the Road to Victory one that we launched during the season. All of our shirts. Just search Underground Sports Philadelphia on Design Tree's website. And then, of course... The homies at Tomahawk Shades. Use our promo code USP at checkout to save yourself 25% off the best way to protect your eyes. Tomahawk Shades. Thank you guys for tuning in as always. You guys are the absolute best. Thank you for supporting the show. And uh, like I said, Wednesday night's going to be fun in the next couple of weeks. Next couple episodes are going to be a lot of fun as we uh, get some real insight from people who are, are in the know with these Eagles draft picks to help you guys understand what the Eagles are getting with all of these guys that they brought in in the NFL draft. Stay tuned. Stay safe. This has been Underground Sports Philadelphia, episode number 231. I'm your boy KB, and we are signing off. Peace.